Do these big Oh, so I got some problems here with the audio, so we're gonna need some acapella. Let's give me a beat. Lucio Football Weekly. Avery sound even better. Wow, you don't even know the song. I don't, but I rock with it. That's really bad. Welcome back. Oh, I was feeling it, bro. You were feeling it. I'll give you that. That's, that's not the problem. Like you, your level of enthusiasm is not was not in question. Oh man, welcome back to the Football Weekly. I am Tony G. Uh, with me is Hapal Vaughn, and I don't know what happened to the math magician. Who's supposed to be his big homecoming, and uh, he didn't answer today. I don't know what's going on. I mean, he was in Florida. You know, thoughts and prayers on that one. There's a big time hurricane going on. I hope he didn't get stuck over there. Uh, word on the street is he got uh, stuck in a Kumon class. Kumon math? Yeah. Yeah, working his Kumon. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's always trying to sharpen that sword. All right, well, we were going to have Gio on as a guest at this point, so, but I guess a uh, new guest host. Here you go. Welcome to the show, Gio Valdez, uh, new uh, villain in for EJ the Math Magician Johnson. <laughs> How's it going? It's going good. Thing. I mean, I'll do what I can, you know. I would like to say to EJ, uh, I thought the hurricane season was over, but. <laughs> Franco? Yeah, when he's watching TV. I so, don't not remember he's that. Not, he's not watching TV, bro. He's watching 227. <laughs> you got to be at least my, like when Tony and I were growing up, 227 was already coming out the window. But know. it was like probably one of the most famous black shows before like in living color came out i had a big crush on jack a harry because she was a yeah. like blanche was from the golden girls another slut it, it, i just love slutty uh older ladies and i just like Shh, i'm gonna get mine you know and you know what she's talking about. <laughs> uh before we get started we had a big time week of susio football we got to talk about uh but before we do uh you know what we should just talk about it. We talked about it before the show started. Just talk about it real quick. Hey, rest in peace, Coolio, huh? Moment know. of silence, please. Let us get let us get five solid seconds of silence for Coolio. Honestly, I'm rest gonna edit that part out. Fantastic voyage. Yeah, that was a lot of dead air, my friend. But that <laughs> fine, okay. <laughs> All right, hey man, it's five seconds for Coolio. Oh, well, then he had three songs, so should have been three seconds, but whatever, you know, good recipes, Coolio. That, that's fucked up. 59 years old, dying on his toilet, apparently. On the toilet. Dio said he died on the toilet. Toilet. And Hap said it was a shitty way to go. <laughs> no, Gio said that. Yeah, I did say that. Oh, well, one of you did. It was very funny at the time. Oh, man. I did not say that. Oh man, screw it. So now that we're here, we're missing EJ, man. I thought this was going to be his big homecoming. I'm a little disappointed, to be honest. It's just kind of the volumes and turned down on everything. I couldn't even get the music to work. It just stubbornly didn't want to do it. Yeah, he's playing me in this week, bro. so he didn't want to show up. Oh, you thinking that's what's going on? He doesn't, he doesn't no, want man. to give any, any clues away. You guys don't understand. Kumon's a commitment. <laughs> I do understand. My mom put us... Me and my brother Nick in that shit when we were like juniors in high school. 
I, mean, I was a junior. He was a senior or some shit. <laughs> like the oldest people in the class. The two Mexicans hanging out with all the Asian kids. <laughs> like you had like a fucking eleven year old tutoring you. It was very very awkward. Like you were just like, oh, like we are way too late to be into this class. <laughs> but we did suck at math, so we really needed the help. Yeah, you guys pulled up in the short bus, huh? No, we just bad at math. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right, let's wow, Gio making himself at home. <laughs> Christ. All right, fine. Here we go. Let's just go into the slate. Let's talk this week of fantasy football. Who did we have as the game of the week? Because we're already here. Who did we go with? Does anybody remember? I mean uh yeah, bro. Game of the week was uh Cruisers and Slossin. Cruiser and Slauson, boys, I recall, two best friends forced to do battle. Uh, Cruisers, 137.0 to the Slauson boys, 113.0. Crenshaw Cruisers now cruising 3-0, first in that Mid-City LA division, while them Slauson boys are now 2-1, second in Mid-City LA. Uh, Undefeated Cruisers team, Lamar Jackson just showing up, almost damn near 50 points. Derek Henry back in action, dropping himself almost a 30-burger, and a little chimes here and there but it doesn't really matter as long as you got lamar jackson my right hap yeah bro you can't do you can't do no wrong with lamar jackson he's gonna get you points running the ball he's gonna be throwing touchdowns he's he's the quarterback to have this year so far Slauson boys on the other side of the ball. I mean, he had things going with himself with Patrick Mahomes and and uh, Devin Singletary. That was a solid move. Cooper Cup came back to earth, and uh, I don't think that really helped him out very much, sitting at two and one. I mean, Gio, we talked about them Slauson boys before. These guys actually been putting up some pretty good games. I think this is more of a bump in the road as opposed to, like, going up against a quality opponent and actually just losing, like, wholeheartedly. What are you thinking? Yeah, I mean – you know, Patrick Mahomes didn't have a great day in Indianapolis. It was a big upset. Um, I, I like his team, you know. He's got Keenan Allen dealing with injuries when he if he gets healthy again, you know. It's it's a it's it's a formidable team. Formidable indeed. I will say that much. You know, just looking at it, Cruiser's really dude. Lamar Jackson is just playing off his ass. Like that's I mean, not to mention Tyreek only gave him five point three, you know, like just, what is this? What does this team look like if everyone's firing? Right, right. It just looks. It's pretty impressive, actually. I mean, every week this guy's had a guy giving him fifty points. You know, I mean, that's a home run hitter mentality. But if you keep hitting them home runs, then what the hell's the problem? Bro, it's like Patty Mahomes was doing it last year. Every game, it was like consistently like thirty-five plus. He doesn't have Hill to do that this year, but yeah, man, Cruisers. Cruisers are going to be playoff contenders, Brody. Westsiders and D smoke you. 126.3 to 110.6. Westsiders now one and two. Got themselves their first win. Sitting at third in that Mid-City LA division. While D smoke languishing at 0-3. Last year, a solid squad looking quite muscular. Like sitting there at an anemic 0-3. Fourth in the Mid-City LA division. Only 110 points from D smoke. Westsiders flexing. Right, getting his first win—that's a big, solid win. One hundred twenty-six points, nothing to sneeze at. Uh, <laughs> uh, Geo, I want you to talk about Westsiders because I see like Hab loading up his gun over there to talk some D smoke. So why don't you go ahead? And, how are you feeling about Westsiders and their big win? You think they can keep this up? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the the only 
the only flaw I see on the West Siders is who's going to be his quarterback week to week. You know, you got Justin Fields and Geno Smith. Um, you know, they both could miss. One can hit. You know, it's 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 going to be a tough guessing game. But besides that, he's got a. I mean, you can see the the proof is there. His team can put up points. Agree that they can put up some points. I mean, okay, look, let's be fair. What is the one thing that you think is a glaring issue? Quarterback. Yeah. And how many teams you know playing quarterback with a, with, you know, a, a sec, two second year guys and a guy who hasn't played in a dog's age? Like, <laughs> that's kind of a, that's shaky, but it looks like he's had some players he could probably make moves with and then, like, go ahead and get himself a, a better quarterback. What do you guys think? Yeah, no, for sure, definitely. I think he can make some moves, but I, I think he's okay with Geno Smith, bro. Geno Smith seems to be showing the fuck out right now. Like, that dude had a 24-point game week. That's not bad. That isn't bad, I mean, for what no. it is. Yeah, I mean, but if you think about it, he get, he put up five points last week. So Yeah, he, exactly. That's what, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. It'll be a week-to-week thing of, like, you know, does one the hit, matchup? You know? yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, he guessed wrong on Justin Fields this this week, but on paper, I would take you know Chicago over Houston. I mean, I don't know actually. That being said, though, do you, like he did play last week. He played San Francisco, so he was yeah. going to get five points. You yeah, know? San Francisco's pretty legit on D. I mean, he might be a pretty solid matchup play moving forward. Like, and just like he's. Chip on his shoulder, something to prove, trying to prove that he's more mature than he was. I mean, the next three games, Detroit, New Orleans, Arizona, he's got a pretty yeah, that's a pretty chill schedule. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know what, that's something to look forward to and something Westsiders might have have a bullet they have in their chamber there. D Smoke on the other side of the ball with a subpar effort indeed. You know, but when you march and Joe Flacco out there, you probably got more things, different things on your mind. Just throwing it out there. Hap, I see your flabbergasted look. I'm going to go ahead and let you uh, let you talk on this one. How do you feel about D-Smoke? 0-3 is a rough start. Uh, I don't want to see any gloating. I want some actual opinion on this. No, there's no gloating, bro. I wish Dwight nothing nothing but well. Like, I, I want to see D-Smoke you go to the championship, bro. I want him to see you be, be a playoff contender. There's no gloating. There's no hate. But just because Herbert has a little bit of a rib issue, you're going to sit him for fucking Joe Flacco? What the fuck, dude? Does it feel like maybe maybe he was trying to outsmart the game a little bit? I don't think so, bro. Against Cincinnati? Are you kidding me? Herbert was going up against Jacksonville. Like, granted, come on, bro. He should have started Herbert no matter what that game. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He would have had a decent. He wouldn't have won, but he would have had a decent chance at least. And right now he's three and zero. Oh. That's that's karma of the rape, my friend. Oh, and there, oh, and there it is. There it is. Yeah. Gio, did you go zero and three before you won it last the year before last? Oh, he went zero and four. Yeah, I had a shaky start the year I won it. Yeah, he started with he lost his first four games right out of the gate and then put it all together. So well, then Dwight still has a chance. Still has a chance. I mean, I'm pretty sure he wanted to mulligan on this one, but you know, it is what it is sometimes. You know, like that's uh, on the Joe Flacco thing, if anything. Like that's it's a little shaky. Yeah, I mean Herbert didn't have the best week. 
uh, big upset by Jacksonville, but I just don't see a universe where you would ever start Joe Flacco over Justin Herbert. Or dude, or even start um, freaking Valdez over freaking Lazard. Hmm. I don't know. I'd talk, I I'd start with Lazard. I don't like Valdez Gantling. I don't think he's... No! Lazard's like fucking Aaron Rodgers' favorite fucking boy right now. Oh, you mean... Oh, I, I didn't look at it. I moved on. <laughs> I didn't expect well, you to chime in so much. I bet I had a lot to say about this game. You probably. did. That was good. I liked it. That's dynamite. I, I, I really because I really thought if you last week I picked Smokey to win. Mm. I thought Smokey was going to pull his first win out. I don't know. Maybe it's lucky week four. Honeydew melons and the fantasy underachievers, 90.2 to 80.9. Ten point win for the Honeydew Melons now two and one third in the LA Valley. While Fantasy Underachievers also two and one second in the LA the Valley by I don't know, maybe point total scored. I don't even know why how he's we have the same record and he's above me, but it is what it is. Fantasy underachievers, not an underachieving day. I mean, his name is quite prophetic today. Honeydew Melons, go ahead and squeak one out, to be honest. Only 90 points from uh, their entire squad. Uh, this is going to have to be a little more if either one of these teams want to go ahead and show some kind of some kind of anything, life in this division, because this is, this is a high-scoring division. Uh, let's talk Melons first since they got the win. What do they got to do different? Because they're not. this is probably not going to cut it. Am I right, Gio? Yeah, I mean, it's tough when, you know, if you look at your running backs, you got Jamal Williams, and he's been getting touchdowns, but at the end of the day, he's number two. Austin Eckler's kind of underperforming from, you know, from where he was drafted in a fantasy board, and then it looks like you got some some receiver issues. But, you know, some sometimes they go off, sometimes they give you four points. Yeah, Big-time receiver issues. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? I mean, fantasy are underachievers, looking at them. This is also, this is just a sad day in fantasy football, to be fair. I mean, when two such solid teams as the underachievers and the Melons both show up with double-digit points in the high 80s and 90s, and it's a 10-point game, it's kind of a sad day, and it's a rainy day affair. Uh, Hap, I know you have no love for the underachievers crew as far as, you know, when they play you, but when they play me, who were exactly were you rooting for? And do you think that you wish they should have won? I was actually, I was rooting for their, their demise on this one, brother. Um, I underachievers is always someone that I'm battling out at the end of the year. So I was that a better record than me at the moment. So I was wishing for their loss, but Kyler Murray, not having a touchdown all game. I, I, I really think that's the difference between him winning or losing this week. Um, Swift barely putting up 31 yards. Like he, he should have had a way better week going up against Minnesota. It, he just had a sad overall week, man. He still had a decent bench that put up damn near like 70, 80 points, but he just had a sad week on your end. I would be scared to see if you had two wide receivers that were firing off every single week, man. Like there's, there's waiver wire pickups right now that are blowing up, but our group of friends are so cheap that they won't make a move because it costs now. <laughs> like, unless there is like a golden boy out there, no one is willing to let go of 10 bucks all of a sudden. Uh, isn't it six? 
I thought it was five and five. Nah, three and three. three. It's three $6. and three. That's it. Six dollars American. Like, Which makes it even worse. It does make it worse. Well, That's but I think the problem is right there. Those, I mean, the the players on the waiver wire is just as much of a gamble. You know, like if you look at the end of the week, there's guys who you would never start. They put up 19 last week. You know, like. It's, it, it's get, really iffy, you know. Yeah, it's hard to get a consistent player. I mean, you're they do, but I have a solid 12 bucks that I'm spending this week. Oh, <laughs> American dollars. Well, you should have you should have spent it yesterday because the waiver wire picks already went through, my friend. What? <laughs> I thought they go through on Wednesday fucking night. Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Oh, it, it's oh, no, that's a challenge. No, no, don't hold on, give me a second. Let me make sure. Am I? Oh, is that my other league? I don't know. It might be your I other hope league. What's your other league? Uh, let's see. Hold on. The the latest Wednesday, September twenty eighth at one thirty nine. Yeah. Sex Panthers made a move. Uh, he dropped DJ Shark and picked up Richie James. So yeah, yeah. Wow. So yeah, you you missed out on the. So keep your twelve bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I don't have it. I don't have a. I don't have an option of keeping my twelve bucks. The players I wanted got taken. Oh, well, there you Damn. go. Then why are we talking about this? Polkai Sex Panthers and the New Guys Trash Fire Barbecue. Bit of a slugfest. 159.0 to 125.1. Monster number from the champ. One and two now sitting third in the West LA division while the new guy, some guy, one of a, he was a darling in the, or the originals on this. And now he's 125 points. He's about 26 points short. Uh, that being said, 125 is not a bad number to look at. It's nothing to sneeze at. Uh, let's talk Sex Panthers. Big time win at the power of Jalen Hurts, James Robinson, and A.J. Brown, and among others, because you don't get to 159 by just having a couple guys score those points unless it's Tua and Tua and Hill. Geo, Sex Panthers, does he look primed to go ahead and, and defend his title right about now? Is that what this is looking like? Is this a flex on everybody? I mean, it was a big week for him. It was, it was a must win. I mean, he was, his team was hurting. He didn't, he didn't want to go 0-3. Um, I mean, but with that being said, I mean, they, they showed up, you know. He's got a good team. Um, I don't know if they're going to put up 160 every week, but you don't have to, to, you know, win a championship. So, it's a good team look moving forward. It, it all depends. It really comes down to Jalen Hurts. Is he, is he going to keep that up? Mm, it's true i mean jalen hurts he is a running back i mean he's like a tyler uh kyle allen light right i mean he's doing all the same things josh not josh, kyle allen, josh allen he's doing all the same things josh allen and lamar jackson do but just a little bit less right and that is not a bad thing i mean 35 points he could probably be capable of doing it once he gets a lot more games under his belt uh He's a running back who plays quarterback. So basically, he's got three running backs. And with Josh Jacobs actually scores points, that's a pretty big deal. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Allen and Lamar Jackson because that's exactly where he falls in the league right now, man. He's, he's the third sexiest quarterback out there, putting up points every single freaking week, running the ball nonstop. I'd love to have Hurts on my team. I'd love to make a trade with the Sex Panthers for that. But this was just a, a – kind of weak for him it's a bit of a to, be, to yeah. be fair though i mean 
and and it's probably why EJ drafted him. He he doesn't have the uh, strongest schedule of teams that he's playing against. You know, he's he's getting lucky with his uh, his schedule and playing some pretty weak defenses. Well, I'll, I'd take it. EJ is an Eagle fan, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, he's, he's running with his boys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this couldn't make him happier. Oh, he. I'm sure he's stoked about this whole thing. This is. Uh, it was. It was premeditated. Yeah, I feel like he's in Kumon right now wearing a Hertz jersey. Probably. I mean, it would be nice if he was here to tell us about how much he's happy about his big win and how his team won. But and even his Eagles team won. This must be a coup for him. Like he's like, oh boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. both my teams are winning. You know, in real life, those are the days you miss. Yeah, right. Trash fire barbecue on the other side of the ball. You know what? 125 points. Like I said, that's. Not a bad number. It just feels like he just ran into a buzzsaw, right? Yeah, I mean, if you look at look at the other teams, you know, half of the league, if he's matched up against them, he wins. So he just ran into a better team this week. Speaking of better teams, 158.6 to 120.8. Neither one of these teams were one of those, but damn, 158. Everybody's scoring. Antonio Grazza put up a big-time number. Two Two and one, first in the West LA division. He's keeping pace, no like realizing that that uh, EJ's on his tail. And KC Rick now one and two, fourth in the West LA division. My man dropping after his big number. That's one hundred and twenty points. Like it's pretty damn good. You would have beaten me. That being said, Antonio Grazza looking like a team that likes wants to dance with everybody. You got Saquon Barkley, Damian Harris, and Devonte finally scoring. And Devonta, any any Devonta. Any all the is concerned. They scored points this week. Let's talk Grazza real quick. Do you think that karma's paying off there, uh, Hap? It's paying off, bro. It's paying off, and he's bulldozing. He's doing it. Um, I called this game, too. I I didn't think Casey Rick and his Budo were going to be able to win this game, but I didn't think he was going to put up a monstrous 158. I thought it was going to be a lot closer than this. Uh, Casey Rick is lucky he didn't start Lawrence, man. Trevor Lawrence is out there just white lightning. Put up 31 points on the bench. Yeah, a little quarterback controversy here for Antonio Grazza. I mean, Trevor Lawrence looks for real. I mean, he looks like then the Jaguars look for real. They you don't you don't march into LA and just start pushing around the Chargers who were a little banged up, but they've been pushing every team around. They they're they're standing up to every bully they see and they're they're in every single game. Is there a quarterback controversy here? What are you thinking about there, Gio? I mean, it's a good controversy to have. He's not choosing between, you know, Geno Smith and uh, Justin Fields. Um, so he's got two better options. Uh, to me, what stands out on his team is, you know, Saquon Barkley probably being the steal of the draft this year. You know, so far, he's looking like a running back one, and he got him super late in the draft because everyone was scared to, you know, deal with his injuries. Casey Rick has a lot of points on his bench. That's 78 points. Could have helped him out a little bit. Uh, But Dave Montgomery going down, that's a hurt. I'm going to call that out. I think that's the reason he lost, like Dave Montgomery giving hurt because I just want my – you know, I'm a big fan. I just, you know, love his work. Rico's Taco Killers and the Mishaps, 113.3 to 96.5. Rico, 
Cup mishaps, two and one. Now first in the LA Valley division, unexplicably first place, not even sure how. And the Rico's Taco Killers are now 0-3, sitting in fourth down in the cellar in that LA Valley. It's hot down there, I'm just telling you that much. Even with Russell Wilson playing a subpar game, Nick Chubb, Cortland Sutton, and Amari Cooper showing up. Even Chris Olive Oil, Olave, or whatever the fuck they call that guy, he even shows up with 24 American points. Geo, the mishaps. This guy seems to be just finding ways to win. Is this something like, is this, is this smoke and mirrors or is this really happening? It's happening. I mean, Shit, he's got a running back to put up 35 on his bench because David Montgomery went down, you know? Um, he, the only scary part about the mishaps is, you know, the biracial angel dropping into hell, you know, and Hunter Henry at the tight end position. But besides that, you know, they got a, they got a team that's putting up points. He is putting up points indeed. Hap, well done on the 113 and the big win. Uh, Taco Killers are 0-3 now. We all love the taco killers at the jump. Everybody's like, ah, this guy's got a squad. He's looking good. It is not looking good for the taco killers right now. I mean, this is what happens when you're a slave to the numbers a bit. You're not going with your gut. But 0-3, like we talked about, something you can come back from. Is that something that the taco killers can come back from? Or is this division just too too darn tough? I don't think it's something he can come back from, man. I think he's in a very tough division. And losing his deck that early on in the season, that that's a strong blow, man. That was a high pick for him. Um, he was really hoping that dude was going to carry him through. But with Carson Wentz leading your team, he's having the same issues I'm having at the moment. I'm having a little bit better luck, but quarterback issues on both sides, dude. Uh, shout out to... To who are we talking about right now? Because I'm about to send him a, a trade for Trevor Lawrence. He's going to want to play fucking Derek Carr. I'm going to have to hit Andrew, up Andrew. Andrew. Good job, Andrew. <laughs> like, the whole time you were thinking about that when I was asking you that question, weren't you? Oh, yeah. I was like, I was my chance. <laughs> so you can leave 30 points on the bench like that? Like, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be your Huckleberry. Oh, man. Team Quan and the Rose in Guadalupe, 115.8 to 97.0. The Rose getting himself his first win, third in the South LA Division, now sitting at one and two, while Team Quan, Quan Quan Phenomenon, is now one and two, fourth in the, fourth in the South LA after a 97, a dismal loss. I mean, we expected a little more from Quan, especially after we, had, we bandied those names about. Man, what a magical time that was. Uh, Genghis Kwan, we called him. That being said, Kwan, this is a tough day for him, but you know what? Let's talk Rose. Let's go for happier moments here. The Rose, even with Tom Brady showing up and Aaron Jones being a little subpar, the rest of the meat of that lineup really showed up with Ramondre Stevenson and uh, Debo Samuel. Is Are we looking at maybe a turning of the leaf here for uh, for the Rose? I mean, if he gets... Tom Brady gets his wide receivers back. He's going to be a more dangerous, dangerous uh, quarterback. And this might be a little higher scoring situation for the Rose, even after the 115. Am I wrong or am I right? Talk to me, Gio. Yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know. I just don't know if Tom Brady has it anymore, As to be honest. It's, it, it shows in the, I don't know, there's a video, there's a video clip from the sideline where Julio Jones was saying you should f- throw that ball next time. And Tom Brady says, my arm cannot throw that far anymore. 
Like Tom, that Tom Brady literally says those words. So he just lives on this like short to mid range game. I, I don't know. It's, it's not as explosive, you know, he's not putting up those big numbers that he used to. Yeah, that's tough. But I mean, let's say he gives you 20, 20 burger a time. I mean, that's not bad from just short, short pass. I mean, here's this week one through three, 12.3, Um, you know, yeah, well, I guess he's a. At least he's on an incline. At least he's giving you double digits. <laughs> you also can't count out the goat. Come on. Dude. I mean, he has not played well, though, but it's uh, Tom Brady not playing well is double digits. Other guys not playing well is singles, right? So you got to kind of put it in that's fair enough as well you know like you're gonna at least get 10 points from the guy and hopefully something a little more i mean 16 points i I know i I got russell wilson in another league and i know who i would have started before him (laughs) i would have started tom brady he's putting russell wilson to shame yes he's smoking russ right now dude he's making russ look silly russ ain't good yeah bro he doesn't live in that short to mid game that's tom fucking brady he thrives in that short to mid game. Like I'm shocked. He even, he took a loss this weekend, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. To green Bay, dude, I feel bad, bro. Tom Brady will come back and still be a playoff contender. Yeah. Like there's no way his season's going to end early. That dude ends up falling out no matter what, but going on to, Oh my God, man. Let's talk team Quan. I want to talk team Quan. Oh, quantum leap. Yeah, dude, James Quanner and Kamal Williams, if they were in the lineup, oh, he would have won. Dude, Quan's spectacular. We, like, dude, come on. I think the 91 points on his bench. I, I feel like this has been the tale for Quan a little bit all season long. He just hasn't had the right mix in that lineup. And once he does, it's going to be tough. It's going to look out everybody because it's, it's Quan. Like, we've seen him do this before. We've seen him make spectacular moves and, and great lineup moves. It's just not happening right now. And I think that's something that we probably got to look out for. Because once it does, I think we're going to be in trouble a little bit. I mean, once he gets, once he dials it in, you know. With Justin Jefferson having such a shitty week, dude, with three freaking receptions all game long and just getting shut down and then his defense getting negative seven points. He could have easily won this game if he would have just played it a little differently. Yeah, just, well, Justin Jefferson's his number one pick. When your number one pick puts up four points, yeah, you got a bad day. You're you're playing from behind, so the, which is a freaking bummer. Like, there's nothing you could do. You can't make him run harder. You can't go out there and no. start yelling in his fucking ear. So it, it just is what it is. And then Lawrence took the Chargers' defense for a ride, a slow ride. Take it easy. Yep. He didn't, though. 66 and Shaw in the league nemesis. 115.8 to 112.9. The commish gets edged out by his own kin. Oh, three-point loss. Two, two and one. First in the South LA Division for 66 and Shaw. And the league nemesis now two and one. Second in the South LA Division. Tough matchup. This... I think we kind of gave this honorable mention as one of the games of the week. It was a pretty solid matchup, and seriously, it did not disappoint. Only a three-point differential, and everybody showed up except for uh, except for Matthew Stafford, and that might have just proven to be the difference. Looking at it here, big-time win there, Gio. 
Like, I'm going to go ahead and give you your, your 20 seconds of gloss. Go ahead and gloss yourself a little bit. How are you feeling about the big win? Congrats. Talk to me. Nah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to gloss. I was sweating this one out. I was, we were, I was literally flying on a plane back from Texas and I had to, I purchased Wi-Fi on the plane so I can keep track of Ezekiel Elliott. Is that why people purchase Wi-Fi on planes? That is why I purchased Wi-Fi. Matt Stafford had a a bad week, you know, but, and that made the game closer than it should have been. But I was, I was sweating it out. There was in the, in an alternate universe, Ezekiel Elliott beats me very easily. Agreed. But Ezekiel Elliott finally showing up for the first time there for the league nemesis, because it was looking pretty freaking dicey at the, at some point there, man, it was looking like this guy's lost a step. Uh, that jury still might be out, especially with Tony Pollard in town and running like the Dickens. But that being said, at least something's getting something out of this uh, league nemesis looking pretty good. I mean, he's already a two and one he's, and I don't see any reason to believe that he's going to make this two in a row. Uh, is there anything else you guys can see that maybe he might maybe be able to make a different, make a change? I see your hand up. Go cool. give it to me. Yeah. The same. I, I want to stop cussing while we're doing this show, but Jimmy keeps getting me angry and I, I, I'm trying to hold it back. We spoke about this last week. We gave him shit for not starting Pollard. We're like, hey, he's balling out. And look How what he's doing. not start him. He put up double-digit points last week. So not only does he not start him again this week, not even in his flex, but then he start, He decides to sit the Niner D, too. Like, no, it's it's all good. I'm going Minnesota this week. Which is like, at nine, yeah. Yes. Like, he is shitting the bed on purpose. I don't know if him and Gio had some sort of bet going on where he was like, hey – I'm just gonna uh, hedge my bet. <laughs> if this happens, you got to give me one game this season, and this was Gio's game that he had to give up, and he just took a knee and was like, "Well, I'll sit these two. I'll sit my D and Pollard, and you should be able to pull this win off pretty fine." And it still ended up being close. But this is this is hogwash from from our from our commish. I expect better. I demand <laughs> better, Jimmy. Oh, wow. Hogwash call out and demand. I, I will say this. There are two types of people because we've been, I've been doing this show for a little while now. And there are two types of people in this league, people who listen and do what we tell we say to do and people who do not. And either way, that shit's on you. So like, just know you should have put fucking Tony Pollard in. We talked about it. Everybody was high on Tony Pollard. That shit's on you. It's it's not like it's not like we're coming up with gambling guesses here. Yeah, we're, that, we're, that's we're stating the obvious. Yeah, Matthew fucking Barry was t- saying that shit, and like when it's when we're saying some shit, and Matthew Barry's saying it, and there's an odd point where we agree, then damn, you should just do it. No, J- Jimmy knows better. Okay, I guess so. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, Pollard sucks, and Minnesota's D fucking rocks. <laughs> <laughs> that rounds out the slate nicely done that was good stuff oh man so let's go to the standings and get ourselves squared away before we start talking about next week going over to the mid-city la division we have the crenshaw cruisers cruising to a three and oh record right now with an 82 percent playoff percentage i won't be saying that very much more um he's the only undefeated team in the league sitting at three and oh and uh 
You know what? Good for him. Them Slauson boys right behind him at two and one, one game back, while the West Siders are one and two, two games back. And if you are good at math and you did not need to go to Kumon at the age of 16, you will know that the 0 and 3 D Smokias are three back because they are 0 and 3. LA Valley Division in the mix and mix haps. Uh, the Fantasy Underachievers and the Honeydew Melons are all in a three way death match for, for supremacy over that. All tied for first, one, two, and three. At a two and one record, while behind them, sitting in the cellar, is Rico's Taco Killers with two games back at 0 and 3. Antonio Grazza is ruling the West LA division at the top with two and one, while New Guys Trash File Barbecue is right behind him at two and one. Polkai Sex Panthers, not to be denied, the champ is making a little bit of noise, a little racket in the sack. He's now one and two. And Casey Rick is also one and two, a competitive division to say the least. South LA, 66 and Shaw, our fill-in host, Gio, has got those guys humming and cooking. They're now two and one. And the league nemesis right behind him at two and one as well. While the Rose and Team Quad are both one and two, jockeying for position to strike whenever they have the chance. Both one game back. And that is where we stand at the end of week three. Points four, point point total, guys. I like doing this one now because them Slossin boys, despite their strange-looking record, <laughs> has scored a 412.7 American points, and they are the league leader in points scored, while the Crenshaw Cruisers right behind them at 407, Antonia Grazza 401, 66 in Shaw is at 400, and the Polkai Sex Panthers rounds out the top five at 398.6 points. Those are your big time scores. And that's the standings. We heard. Okay, so the past is in the past, and the future is now. We're talking week four football action. Let's talk games of the week. Hapov on, talk to us. Show and tell time. What's your game of the week? Uh, game of the week this week for me, man, is going to be Quan and trash fire barbecue it's that legendary one and two versus that two and one are they both gonna have a two and two schedule i don't know bro i don't know i'm i'm gonna go for i'm actually going for Quan on this one man um i think jared goff is gonna tear up seattle um i think jefferson's gonna come back and definitely put up some numbers after shit in the bed last week um, I'm going Quan full way on this one, man. Um, he's also playing the 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 Chargers defense. Those dudes got ran over, so they have something to prove this week. Um, I I think it's going to be Quan, even though the line says he's going to lose by about maybe five or so. I'm I'm calling Quan, and I'm calling it by about three points. I think it's going to be that close. Hapa Vaughn with Team Quan by three. Projections 134.4 for Trash Fire and 129.6 for Quan. Gio, talk to us. Are you on this Quan train? Because I think this Quan train might be leaving the station. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's a Quanathon. I'm going to go Quan. Wow, look at that. I think we we're going to make this a Quan trifecta. I, I wish I could. There was a way of making like working Quan into trifecta. But I, there, I couldn't, so it is what it is. I think it's just going to be a, a hell of a Quan day, and everybody's going to be swimming in Quans, like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> is there a, is there a such thing as Quantuplets? No, but there should be, and they should all just be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that worked really well. Uh, but 
Look, new guy, I like his squad, but I just think Quan is kind of He's been flirting with a great game, and I think he's like I, we talked about earlier. He's just trying to find that right combination. Once he does, he's got himself some gold. Um, new guy has been hot, but Jameis Winston, you got to your quarterback. He has to be solid to win, like like b- big point win consistently. And ah, uh, Jameis Winston has not been consistent. I do kind of like him this week against Minnesota, uh, just because I. He played shitty last week, and that's what an inconsistent player does. He plays shitty one week and great the next. So it might be his week. Who knows? The little fan duel charge there. But you know what? I'm still going with Quan because I think we're uh, we're all Quan agers here right about now. Like we're all solidarity with Quan. I like it. <laughs> Smile on the man's face right now. Geo, show and tell time. Talk to us. Who do you got? What is your game of the week? Uh, my game of the week is going to be the fantasy underachievers versus them Slauson boys. You got two, two and one teams battling to, you know, stay on top slash get on top of their division. Um, the projections have it as a close game. So six point spread. Um, I think the X factor in this game is Keenan Allen, you know, does he come back healthy for the Slauson boys? Does he have a big game? You know, and I think yes. So I'm going to keep it Crenshaw and roll with them Slauson boys. Bam. Look at that Shaw thought solidarity right there. Slauson boys, 122.5, 115.8 for fantasy overachievers. Hap Alvon, who do you got? Fantasy overachievers, Slauson boys, and not who you want to win, who you think is going to win. Because I think no, we know no. who you want to win. There's no want. There's no want. But I'm I'm gonna have to roll with them boys down Slauson Boulevard. Uh, I think Slauson Boulevard's got this one sewed up. Um, I don't think it's gonna be that close. I, I actually think it's gonna be a blowout. Um, I don't think Najee's gonna have a good time in in New York. I think the Jets are not gonna let him fucking get 19 points at all. Uh, Kyler Murray, I, I'm hoping he shits the bed because I just wish him nothing but all the bad things in the world <laughs> after what happened last week. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to go with them Slauson boys. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have a good game against Tampa Bay. Um, I think Buffalo is going to have a real good game against Baltimore. So Singletary's probably going to have a 20 plus point day. Like, and I think Cup's going to ball out in San Francisco. I think you guys are both tripping. Dude, this is a fantasy underachievers game if I ever seen one. Like he's already behind. He's a six point dog. Actually, seven point if you're a, um, if you're a, a non metric magician. Yeah, if you're, if you're rounding numbers and shit. Like I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure that fantasy underachievers is going to win this game by twelve points. And I will give you a few things. Cooper Cup is playing San Francisco. He will not ball out against San Francisco as the Rams do not play good football against San Francisco. Uh, Drake London, we'll see what happens there because I think they're going to start looking at him. And when Marcus Mariota throws you the football, you have a choice to catch it or to grow longer arms because the guy throws them above everybody's head or down towards their feet. Looking at it, I do like this Keenan Allen idea. He could be a humongous thing. However... Justin Herbert has broken ribs. Have you ever tried to do anything with broken ribs, let alone throw a football? There's a pretty big reason why Jacksonville lost last week. I'm taking fantasy underachievers 117. 
Them Slauson boys, 102. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm throwing scores out there. That's how mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A little friendly wager on there, Tone. Ooh, I'm smelling a wager. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. I'm taking it on a cheers. Let's, let's, you know what, man? Let, let's make this wager in push ups. Okay. <laughs> let's call it, let's call it 50 push ups. Okay. Well, I have a torn ligament in my arm. So and broken ribs. So, and broken ribs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in worse shape than Herbert right now. I have, have to do them one handed, which I will. It's fine. Go. I'll do them. Fuck it. I'll push through. No, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't. How do we make them air squats? Let's make it a hundred air squats. I don't know what an air squat is, but I see a challenge and I accept it. All right. hundred air squats, hot squats. Where did you learn air squats, man? At curves? (laughs) (laughs) These air squats will be recorded and put on the also. All right then. hundred air squats. It's on. It's on. Uh, there will be a gif of you doing air squats or perhaps of you when the underachievers win you know like i mean <laughs> let's do the best oh actually i'm sorry i gotta do mine Duh. that one pick them ah, <laughs> oh man i know who i'm taking this week i got a game of the week to blow everybody's game of the week out of the fucking water i got antonio Grazza ft playing against the league nemesis Two and two, two and one teams going after each other to fight for supremacy. Uh, Grata just trying to stay in front of a lot of those guys in his division in the West LA, just trying to get in front of them. He's got a jockeying to do, which would look like it would have been a cakewalk division, but there's a lot of tough teams there. And the league nemesis, the two and one, he's trying to make his way. He's trying to establish some dominance and pee on everybody's leg. And he's doing that by scoring a shit ton of points. This is going to be a high scoring affair. And I think this is going to be a tough one to call. Looking at it, I don't know if the karma is going to rub off for Antonio Grazza this week, but if it does, it's going to be nice. He's also listening to us in advance because he's got Trevor Lawrence in his lineup, by the way. Controversy no more. Trevor Lawrence is starting for Antonio Grazza FT. That is more important than the, the day they created the forward pass. I'm just throwing that out there. Josh Allen's playing against Baltimore. That's going to be a tough game, but he's going to get himself 30 points. Uh, Zeke Elliott, if he can be the same Zeke Elliott he just was, he's going to have himself a game as well. Kareem Hunt, he'll catch like 10 passes. He'll get him 12 points. Deontay Johnson, I am not wild about, and I think he is going to shit the bed. Uh, Also, Terry McLaurin. That's going to be tough for the league nemesis, having crappy wide receivers. I should know. Although Tony Pollard is in the lineup, another retroactive move before we even told him. (laughs) And the Niners. And the Niners, something that probably should have happened last week when it left. He would, he would have been an undefeated team. Uh, Gratz on the other side of that ball. He is, like I said, Lawrence Barkley. Brees Hall isn't doing bad, and Pittsburgh is not the same Pittsburgh. That's not your daddy's Pittsburgh defense. And Mike Evans is back. Mike Evans is back against a KC defense. So it's probably going to be pretty pissed off and probably key in on him. Devonta Smith going to go ahead and hopefully get his, but he is an inconsistent player. Looking at it. Ah, 125.8 to 130. This is a tough one to call, too close to call, but if I'm going to go ahead and flip a coin in my head, I'm going to go with the league nemesis on this, just on the strength of Josh Allen basically being Superman. Who do you guys got? Talk to me about it. 
Wow. Wow, Tony. Uh, you had to flip a coin in your head? Yeah. This one wasn't damn near a given to you? No, it wasn't. I don't think it's, uh, is it? Is it supposed to be? I I think so, man. I, I, I think it's Jimmy all the way on this one. Jimmy all the way. I, I don't think, I don't think Barkley's going to put up 23 points against Chicago's D. I definitely don't think Mike Evans is going to blow up against Kansas City. If Devonta Smith blows up like he did last week, I think he has a chance of winning. But if that doesn't happen, with him starting Pollard and San Francisco D actually doing his optimal fucking lineup for once, then yeah, Jimmy's got it, dude. I think this is going to be Jimmy all the way. I will say this does add some, to some extra suspicion, the fact that they are automatically back in right after playing Geo. Geo, did you win some kind of bet against the commission? You know, I don't I don't take uh, collusion accusations lightly, okay, guys? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, well, people are asking about it. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, no, we have no kind of bet or goodwill that was – push in any kind of way <laughs> all right geo that aside all collusion aside why don't you go ahead and let us know who you got talk to us uh this is a tough one i mean gross's team can i think definitely blow some of these projections out of the water but um i think i'm gonna have to I'm going to lean league nemesis, but I think Grazza definitely has a chance for the upset. I think so too, but I think league nemesis might have enough to pull it out. Uh, just on the strength of the schedule alone. I mean, he's playing some powder puff teams, dude. Like, you know, Dallas is not the same Dallas. Uh, although I don't think McLaren's going to get anything, but Washington sucks. Atlanta sucks. Baltimore is known for their offense. Uh, it, so there's some points here that I think could really work, but you know what? Good call, Gio. Let's do the best of the rest and get the hell out of here. How do you do, Melons and D smoke ya? Melons, 1.12 to point, no, 112.9 projects into the 95.4 for D smoke. Uh, two and one third in the West LA division, and uh, D smoke is 0 and 3. Who do you guys got? Let's go for it. Who you, who you in for? Gio. I am going to go with D smoke. I think he's got a big zero right now because Flacco is now the backup. If he puts Justin Herbert in there, I think that is the difference versus Houston. Boom. Wow. Hop off. You're, you're going to pick Smokey with an 0-3 while you're on the show? <laughs> I, I, I took everything I had not to say thank you, Ungrateful Prick. But <laughs> 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 you got I just see the look in your face like like great to have you on Gio like <laughs> nice having you on the show <laughs> yeah great shooter this guy <laughs> he really doesn't like collusion talk <laughs> <laughs> well I'm, I'm going against Herbert and his broken rib um if this dude's not feeling well if it's any indication of what happened last week um I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna have a huge week against fucking New England um, I'm going honeydew melons on this one. I'll be taking myself as well. Thank you very much. And, and to be fair, if you had taken me, Gio, I would have not. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Let's 
Let's back up for one second there. Um, honeydew melons. I would take Tampa Bay's D out of there. Uh, I wouldn't leave them in. Mahomes has a thing for for Brady. That's that's going to be a good game. You're, you got better luck playing Detroit, brother. Thanks, Ab. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Rico's Taco Killers and Crenshaw Cruisers. Projections, 118.9 to 128.5 going the Cruiser's way. Cruiser's 3-0, first in the mid-city, and we know exactly what's going on with those Taco Killers. And basically, the Cruiser's record just in reverse. Uh, who do you guys got? Let's go for it. This is murder, my friend. This is pure and simple murder. This is little brother taking out big brother. This this feels very, very like blood in, blood out-ish when Puppet had to kill little Puppet on the side of the road. Like, he didn't want to do it, but he knew he had to. This I thought that a- was American Me. Same shit. Okay. Those movies mesh very well. They do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh like, yes, there was no little puppet in blood in blood out. <laughs> there was no, there probably was, but he wasn't a, a big enough character. Yeah, there was a place there called definitely Midnight. was at least one or two little puppets in blood in blood out. Oh, I'm certain there was. Geo, who you got? I mean, Hap couldn't have have worded it better without that hiccup. You know, <laughs> cruiser's gonna cruise. Cruiser's going to cruise. You know what? I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to go Rico Stocko Killers. I think, and I have no rhyme or reason. I'm just going with the underdog on this because it's pretty often, obvious he's going to lose. You want to do? You want to put a? <laughs> want to put fucking another hundred air thrusts onto that? <laughs> air thrusts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cherokee twists. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, mishaps is playing against West Siders. West Siders projected for 118, 132 for the mishaps. Mishaps two and one, first in the LA Valley, while one and two West Siders is enough for third in the mid city. Who you guys got? Talk to me. Happy in. Um, I don't know what to say about this one. I'm my my week is pretty much riding on Russell Wilson right now. If Russell Wilson doesn't shit the bed, I am all in. All in. I'm with that too, actually. Gio, are you with that? I am with that. Um, I, I mean, I would even consider maybe Daniel Jones, but hey, <laughs> maybe stick him in there at a spot start, like give you know, kind of rattle Russell Wilson, let him know, hey, listen, yeah, let, let him know, yeah, put him on. You milk. know how much it would piss me off if I sat. Russell Wilson for Daniel Jones and he goes off and all of a sudden he has like a fucking yeah, yeah 30 35 point week and if I lose on top of that for not starting him I'm, I'm gonna give him one more week and and I promise you what you said will happen by the end of the season you will lose by sitting Russell Wilson and he's gonna <laughs> go off the week you said it <laughs> That's just fantasy football. Oh, man. I'm going with with the mishaps as well. Might as well just make it a trifecta on that one. The Rosa de Guadalupe and Casey Rick, two one and two teams going after each other, trying to get themselves back up to 500. Only there, just a second Highlander, there shall only be one. Uh, 119.0, 108. KC Rick, an underdog, unexplicably. And uh, who do you guys got? Happy, Happy Alvan. 
Uh, I'm I'm going with the with the Jesus of football, man. I'm going with Rosa de Guadalupe. Full ride. Full ride. Full ride. Full ride. Full ride. Apparently, Hops Pick has a scholarship. Geo, does yours? Yep. Full ride, La Rosa. I, I just don't think Rick's team has enough uh, to make up for the uh, David Montgomery injury. Okay, so just so you know, you know who I'm picking. I always pick Casey Rick. It's just who I am as a person. And I'm picking him this week, and he's going to win. I'm just saying. I'm, he's going to win by 10. Just, you know, I'm Is he though? Sixty-sixth and Sean, the Polkai Sex Panthers. Two, one current champ, one former champ, going after each other. Hey, he did his, you're doing his job right now. Sixty-sixth and Shaw is set up for one thirty-nine, while one twenty-nine point seven straight up for the Polkai Sex Panthers. Who do you guys got? Let's talk about this. Is a pretty good game, right here. This could was a might have been a game of the week situation, but we just didn't notice it. Who do you guys got? Geo, you taking yourself? Yeah, I'm taking myself. Even if I was a 30-point underdog, I'm taking myself. Bam. Done in true math magician fashion. Hap Alvon, who do you got? Damn, man. I, I, I usually rock with the Sex Panthers, man. I, I rock with Hopes pretty much damn near every week, but I just I can't do it this week. ESPN's projections, 141 for 66th and Shaw? Like that... Those are beefy ass projections. <laughs> is anybody else is even near 141. Damn near 140 points. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, just to let you know, the app's on my side. Like, how is I don't Leonard even Fournette? Know how is Leonard Fournette set up for 21 points? Someone must be hurt. Did they allow him to throw forward passes? Is it like no? I mean, he had 14 last week and not a touchdown, so. You throw a sprinkle of touchdown in there, that's 20 points right there. Yeah, but that's a sick projection. Like, is Casey that bad against the run? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, 26 for McCaffrey is also a little absurd. But... Yeah, right? Those are <laughs> heavy-ass projections. Maybe maybe this knows something we don't. Hap Alvon, who do you got? I'm going 66th and Shaw, man. If they get anywhere near the numbers projected, I, I think they're going to blow it out of the water, brother. I don't think the Sex Panthers have a chance in this game. I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a decent game against Jacksonville, but he's not going to be enough to carry him. I'm going with you as well. I think 66 and Shaw, that's going to make it a trifecta. I think the Sex Panthers, they're going to put up a good game, but based on the projections alone, this is going to be a sick situation. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take 66 and Shaw, and because always, you show up to the show. What the fuck? He was supposed to be here. Wherever the hell, so he's not going to have the karma on his side. Look, unless he did, in fact, get swept away by a hurricane, you know, thoughts and prayers. You know, you know that's a whole different situation. However, I will say this, show up to the fucking show and you'll get my endorsement, but you won't have it this time. That's all I'm saying. And before we, let's round out the slate. Before we get the hell out of here, guys, bold predictions. What do you guys got for next week? Geo, give me a bolt. Something bold. Doesn't matter what it is. Just football wise. Talk to us. D Smokey gets his first dub. Damn, that is bold because that guy's terrible. And he's also playing against me, so you can suck it. Uh, Hop on. 
Give me a ball prediction. There's going to be a lot of two and twos out there, son. A lot of two and twos. I got a bold prediction. Papal Vaughn will be doing 100 air squats that I learned over at Curves. <laughs> get the hell out of here on a Monday, and it's going to get posted on Discord, and everybody's going to see him squat. He's going to see him work those fucking thunders. What team are we betting on again? We'll just have to review the tapes. <laughs> I don't think those you don't remember what team we're betting on? No, nah, it was underachievers. Underachievers. So that's what we're going to do. This is been. For a half hour on. Thank you to Gio for showing up and filling in for an absentee. EJ the Math Magician Johnson. Gio, well done. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for being on the show. We will catch you guys next week. Good luck out there. And Excelsior? I don't know. I don't know. I need a tagline. You do definitely need a tagline. If Celsius was even an option right now. Close off the show, you definitely need to tag on. <laughs> <laughs>